Do you ever feel burned out with your work or that your passions and interests aren't in alignment with your personal or professional goals? My name is Jake Sudnick and I'm finding self with Jake. I will share advice that's helped improve my life and the stories of others who have created the life that they want. In doing so, my goal is to help you live a life that aligns with the things that you want. So let's get to it. I was taking some time and thinking about a conversation I had. It was probably a, a couple years ago at this point. And ha have you ever considered how much the habits that you have affect your everyday life? How much the habits you have can affect your everyday life? Now, the, the reason I, I'm bringing this up is because I, I had recently been considering how healthy are the habits that I have and do I have any really negative habits that are leading my life in a direction that's not the direction I ultimately see myself going. And I think that that's an important thing to evaluate every once in a while. Um, take a step back, look at what it is you do on a regular basis and find out exactly how your habits are affecting you. If you're a little unsure what habits you may or may not have, this would be a good time for tracking to come into place. So before I get too all over the place, I, I'd like to credit a book I read a few years ago with most of the information I'm going to be covering today. It's called Atomic Habits by James Clear, and it's a really, really good book on habit building. Strongly suggest it if that's something that you're interested in and trying to really get further into things that you can do to help create good positive habits in your life or put a stop to bad habits. I'm gonna give a synopsis of some of the main ideas covered in that book today and hopefully it's all good useful stuff for you. I'm sure all of us have some things we could improve on habit wise or maybe have some bad habits that we need to break. Personally, I know it is so easy for me to get caught in these kind of whirlwinds of, they might not even be bad habits, but habits that are, can be wasteful with our time or, you know, you find yourself starting later in the day than you should, not quite getting what you done, getting done what you need to when you need to do it. All these things can happen and it's not abnormal, but recognizing them before they continue to spiral out of control because the longer it goes, the more ingrained that habit is and the more difficult it can be to break. So let's get to it. Now, in Atomic, there's a couple main themes that are covered, but the entirety of the book is really centered around creating and breaking habits and using, using habits as really the tool to propel yourself forward in life. So... Let's start with the let's start with how we break the bad ones. I think that that's an interesting thing. And I'm sure maybe something comes to your mind immediately when you think of, okay, here's a bad habit I need to break. So maybe that is, you know, before you used to get up in the morning and now you're sleeping in later than you want to start the day. Uh, you might be talking to myself or maybe you're staying up a little bit too late. You've fallen out of a gym cycle, whatever it is. Let's figure out how to break some bad habits. So three steps here, really easy, really straightforward stuff. Number one, every time we perform a habit, we execute a four-step pattern. The cue, 
the craving, the response, and the reward. Cue, craving, response, and reward. Now, remember that. We'll come back to it in a little bit. Two of the lessons we learn in breaking bad habits. If we want to form new habits, we should make them obvious. We should make them attractive, easy to do, and satisfying when done. We should make them obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. And then the last part, in breaking bad habits, these three steps, this is all there is to it. You can use a habit tracker as a fun way to measure your progress and make sure that you don't fall off the wagon. So consistency. That's what a habit is at its core, is creating a, a pattern of consistency. So the more consistent you can be, the more likely you're going to stick with the habit. Now, to kind of break down a little bit of what we're talking about, I, I think that my initial thought always jumps to, okay, cue craving, response, reward. What does that exactly mean? So let's break that down just a little bit in this step of breaking bad habits. Now, when it comes to habits, th the author of this book suggests that the environment is like an invisible hand that can shape your behavior. So we've got these forces at play that are shaping what we do that we're not necessarily seeing. Um, some may be external, but a lot of times it can be internal things. So first step, when we're talking about a cue, that's a piece of information that suggests there's a reward to be found, like the smell of a cookie when you, <laughs> when you walk into your kitchen or a dark room waiting to light up. These are different types of cues that you might face. Now, one, uh, for <laughs> a, a personal story here, I know a thing for me is I, I have a very ingrained habit of having to have breakfast before I start my day. And that process, that, that uh, process, it's definitely brought on by a, a cue. Typically the cue is I, you know, I start making some coffee in the morning, I smell coffee and I think, okay, that's like the, um, a mental trigger for breakfast to me and then I wanna move right onto that thing. I don't consider that a, a bad habit because it's part of my day, it brings me a lot of joy I, and I, I like that part of my routine. Where it can be bad is having to complete that step before I do anything else in my day and not starting that step soon enough in the day. <laughs> so that's cue. Now craving is the motivation to change something to get a reward, like tasting the cookie that you smelled. So that's the craving part of it, right? So we have something that, that triggers us to want to do something and then the feeling we get is the craving. The response, now step three, the response, whatever a thought or action you need to take to get the reward. So I'm gonna walk over and pick up the cookie and eat it. Reward, the satisfying feeling you get from the change along with whether or not to do it again. So if you, you, know, you had this thing that, we're just using food right now because it's an easy, straightforward example, but knowing these steps are really important. Cue, craving, response, reward. Because when we know these things, we can figure out how do we break, how do we break a habit? Well, let's look at the first part. Can we remove a cue? Is there something in your life that's causing you to, uh, to fall into a negative pattern because it's available to you? Uh, I remember an exercise I had one, one time where I was struggling to get started in the morning 
and part of it was this breakfast routine that I have where I always wanted to do that, and I would end up sitting down and making my, brefe- my breakfast, and it would take me, instead of just, you know, 10, 20 minutes, I cook, I eat, the whole thing, I would end up eating, and I'd get my phone out, and I'd start scrolling, and I'd Next thing I know, an hour and a half would pass, and I'm supposed to, you know, from what I wrote on my schedule, be into work by 8 o'clock in the morning, and it's 9.30, 10 o'clock sometimes, and I haven't started my day. And that was definitely a negative uh, pattern. And I think that developed out of, you know, the work from home. I got a little bit complacent. I didn't have a place to be necessarily, so I let my day drag on in the morning longer than I needed to, and I wasn't getting started with my work. So an interesting thing you could do to change something like that. So the, the spot I would always sit is the little breakfast counter I have in my kitchen. I have these bar stools, and I'd sit there every morning. That's where I enjoyed my breakfast. Eliminate that. I ended up taking away all the bar stools. I flipped them all upside down so that I couldn't sit there in the morning. And I thought it was such an interesting idea to just make a change like that in the environment And once I changed the environment and I eliminated that spot where my day would slow down, I would end up making my breakfast like I normally would do. And I would typically eat standing up at my counter or I would take it with me, you know, kind of pack it up and then eat at the office when I got there. And that change broke that negative habit. So think about what your negative habit might be and first find out, can you change the environment to potentially start working on you know, maybe getting rid of that cue that you have that leads you to this negative pattern. So what else can you do? What can you think of in your life right now that is a cue to a negative pattern that you could find a way to change or alter so that it isn't so easy and accessible to you? I think that's such an interesting thought. And it's so funny how our brain works like that, where we're it, it doesn't necessarily have to be completely removed necessarily. Like the chairs I had were still there. I had to stop for a second and think, am I going to flip this chair over and sit here and make the choice to sit at this counter for the next two hours? Am I going to make that choice? So find things that will make you make a choice and be conscious of the things that you do as opposed to going through that motion. Does that make sense? Eliminate the ability to just go through the motion and create a hurdle in in the way of bad habits. And that's using environment. So now the, the second, I guess, lesson or theory that comes out of this book is to form a habit to form must make them obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. Let's talk about what that means. Obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. So if we're talking about things that we want to increase as far as good habit behavior, make it obvious. Uh, when it comes to, like, I'm, I'm trying to improve my diet, have lots of food that you would want to eat available and in sight to you as opposed to the things that you're trying to avoid. So if you want to eat more f- fruit, is it out on the counter right in front of you? Are you doing things to help you know, when you're in a good positive mindset, say, okay, well, I, I, I feel like cooking right now, so I'm going to make some things for today and tomorrow, get them ready so that they're all, it's easy, it's accessible, I can grab it right away, it's obvious. Uh, make it attractive. So instead of trying to 
force yourself to do the thing that you don't necessarily want to do or you're struggling to get started with, find it, find a way to make it really easy. Can you make it really easy to get started? So maybe you don't like eating healthy, but you really like bananas, let's say. And that's a fruit and you want to try to get more fruit in your diet. Okay, good. So we've got something to start with. Get more of that in front of you. Start there. Make that part of your routine first. And then you can build off of it once you have that habit and you're starting to do the easy part first. Uh, that's making it attractive. And we kind of lumped making it easy into the same category. So making it easy is, like we said, prepping the food beforehand, getting things in front of you so that it's easy to do. If you have an issue with starting work, what can you do to make it easier to get up in the morning? You know, can you hide your phone somewhere? Can you, um, you know, get something? Is that your distraction where you wake up and you'll spend 45 minutes on your phone before you actually start the day? Okay, so how can we make this easier? Can we lock all of the apps on our phone till a certain time in the day? Can we do something that's going to cause you to not fall into that same pattern that leads to the negative behavior? And can we make it really easy to do the positive thing? Making it really easy to do the positive thing. So that could be getting some things prepped the night before you know, that are a uh, holdup for you in the morning. Do you struggle picking an outfit in the beginning of the day? Look at your clothes the night before, before you go to bed, pick what you're gonna wear and have it set aside. So that way it's very easy to get up, get ready, throw on your clothes, get going. Make it easy. Then make it satisfying. So back to like the fruit example, if you like the fruit you picked, you'll love eating it and you'll feel healthier as a result. If you like the outfit that you picked and it was easy for you to set it up the night before so you didn't have to think about it. It's going to feel nice when you can just walk out the door and you're ready to go. These are all good habits. And when we're talking about other good habits like you know, running, working on a project, spending more time with your family, whatever it might be, we want to try and get things like that put in front of us. Make it easier. So figure out what it is that you want that you're trying to build on and find little tools and tricks you can use to make it easy to do those things. I know, so here's a, a real life example for me. One of the things I've been kind of putting off is that I need to finish working on my website. I need to work on this website. I need to finish it for the podcast so this show can be more easily accessible to people and I have an additional outlet of contact for everyone that I'm in communication with. So thinking out loud, what are some things that I could do to make that part of my life a little bit easier and more attractive and make it a habit? So first off, making it easy. Having the commitment to finish the entire website is overwhelming for me. I don't like that type of work. I easily get distracted. Uh, it's something I don't find a lot of enjoyment in doing. So I have to find ways to kind of trick my brain into wanting to do it. So Number one, I'm setting some goals right now while I'm talking here, so I'll have a deadline to have this website up and finished by the end of the month. So step number one, what I'm going to be doing moving forward to try and make it easy is set a time frame where I know I have this time set aside every day where I can take 
20 minutes and work on the website. It's not a ton of time, but it's enough to get a thing or two done. It'll be a step closer, and it's not the overwhelming thought of having to have it all done right away. Oh my gosh, that is already sounding so much better than me trying to go in and knock it all out in an afternoon. Because right now, that's kind of been my thought, is I'm like, I'll just find a day, one of these days soon, and I'll go ahead and I'll get it all done at once. I've been putting it off for like a week and a half, two weeks now. I I need to get it done, so I'm going to start making it a regular part of my day. Now make it obvious. Right now, I have no way to look at this website, but I, I know when I open my computer every single day, I've got a favorites bar that runs right across the top. So what I'm doing as we speak here is save website to my favorites bar so I can see it right in front of me that, you know, website is on the bar. It's something I have to look at. It's right there, and it, it's right in front of me. Now, make it rewarding. How can we tie a reward to something like this? Well, there's already a, an inherent reward in doing it, but let's get a little bit more you know, get, get a little bit more into it. So one of the things I, I'm going to tie and call it a penalty slash reward. I've got a new video game that I like. I've talked about it already, so you know how much I like it because I brought it up like two or three times on the show. I have a habit of falling into and wanting to play that game. So before I start that game, which is typically after I get home from work, I have to do my 20 minutes of website, and then I'm free to do whatever I want and play that fantastic i've got a nice satisfying reward to doing the thing that i don't necessarily want to do and i've got a very small commitment to doing it so it's really just a little bit and i expect the amount of time it should take me to finish that in the next week and a half it should be done easily maybe even sooner because there truly isn't that much left to do with it it just requires me to actually do it so that's my little quick breakdown on ways to Try and set up a reward, make it easy, and make it attractive to do the thing that's going to lead to the result that you want. Now, the last part, habit tracker. Now, I have one of these on my phone, and I'm, you know, one of my, (laughs) I need a habit to use my habit tracker. I, I strong getting an app like this for you, or Maybe you're more tactile and you like to have like a physical piece of paper or something to write down with and track your habits, but tracking is so, so incredibly valuable. Now, this can apply to both your personal life, your work life. You can apply it to relationships if you want. Tracking can be so incredibly valuable. I I just, I I love it. So when you start using this and making a, a habit of actually tracking the things that you do, you can find... You'll have a realistic look at how your work is performing, how you are performing. Are you being consistent? Where are you falling short at? And being very honest with yourself and recording what actually happens is so incredibly invaluable that, I mean, with any business to start off with, it's a necessity. You absolutely have to track if you have a business. It's a non-negotiable you need to see you know, where your business is coming from. How are you doing earnings-wise? Are you making money that you need to? Do you have financial goals? And have you, set, have you set personal goals and business goals that follow those financial goals? Just, it has to be done. It's absolutely vital. 
And if you take this principle and you apply it to both your business and your personal life, you can also find a lot of benefit in seeing, okay, well, am I taking the time I need to to go on dates with my significant other? Are we enjoying each other's company enough? Are we, you know, am I exercising enough? Am I keeping track of how often I do it? Or am I saying, yeah, I exercise pretty regularly and then you realize it's been two weeks since you've been to the gym. <laughs> you know, be honest with it and keep track of it. Now, a warning I would put is like a disclaimer. Some people get very excited when they have this new idea where you're going to go and you're going to do all this, you know, self-work and you're, you're going to start recording all your habits and you write down a ton of different things and you enter a bunch of stuff to keep track of and it becomes overwhelming and then you stop doing it. <laughs> that's the, that's the tough part is that you can, you could just lose it like that. And you know, are you looking at daily, weekly, monthly goals? So having a plan to follow is very important. And I would strongly suggest now personally, picking out just a couple things that are easy to, to maintain daily that you can add onto your tracker. And once they've become ingrained as a habit, it's okay to remove them off of the tracker if you're doing them very regularly to the point where you don't feel like you need to be checking in anymore. So that might be the cup of coffee in the morning that you're really good at, at always having, or it might be, you know, I'm very consistent with brushing my teeth and I've always, always do it every single morning. So you probably don't need that on the tracker if you're always doing it. But depending on where you're at personally, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally is going to largely depend on where your tracking starts. There were times in my life where I was having such a hard time getting going and I just had, you know, depression weighing on me and I needed to do something to start working out of it, but everything felt monumental. So the first habits I started tracking were drinking water. Did I drink enough water every single day? Then I added on to that same tracker, uh, did I walk today? Did I go for a small walk? It didn't have to be crazy. Sometimes it was just to my mailbox and back, but it was, did I get out of my house for a little bit that day? And these are how small these things can be. It really depends on where you are. So if you feel like this whole process sounds overwhelming and it's just already too much to take on the thought of keeping track of everything, make it much smaller. Just focus on something very simple that you can create a good habit around and then you'll feel rewarded for doing it. It's so worth it. It's so absolutely worth doing it. Then you can start building off of it and slowly increasing the amount of things that you have on there or the difficulty. So having that tracker though is incredibly, incredibly valuable. Now, if you've never done any kind of business tracking, something that it's definitely worth sitting down and talking to someone about to discuss goals, what should be on that tracker, how are you keeping track of it, how frequently, and when, when we're talking about long-term, it's very important to not just form behaviors, but find people to help you keep accountable to those behaviors. So if it's work-related, you may have an office assistant, a partner, whoever it might be that you want to track, check in with you and make sure that you're keeping true to the things that you said you would track. Are you doing the things you said you were going to do? And again, always be honest with this. It doesn't do anybody 
any good to lie on your tracking because you're you're just not going to end up getting the result that you want. You you made this tracker for you and the goals that you want to you want to accomplish. If you're not doing those things, you have to ask is this something that you really want to accomplish? And why is it that you put this as a goal if you continuously are not had hitting that goal? It's something to think about. First off, though, start with forming the habits, good, getting the good ones, breaking the bad ones, and using your following the plan that you want. And really, habit forming is that simple, guys. It's that simple. It's those three things, breaking bad ones, forming good ones, and keeping track of it all. Sounds easy, right? So what habits do you have that you think would be worth improving on and you know, formulating and making sure that you're following them? Or do you have any new habits you'd like to form that would lead you to be more of the person that you want to be? On, that, on the flip side, I suppose, are there any habits that you know you need to get rid of? What are they? And have you ha do you have any ideas on ways you might change the environment or change your mindset around getting rid of bad habits? or turning them into a good one. Love to hear all of your thoughts on this. So feel free to shoot me a message uh, directly and let me know what habits you're working on. I'd love to hear about it and chat with you. Let's talk and see if we can come up with a plan that makes sense for you to eliminate the bad habits and make lots of new good ones. If you need some accountability, I know I do. Let's keep track of each other and see how we're doing. I'd love to hear your thoughts and I know the show is one habit I've been working really hard to perform. And finally, after weeks and weeks of doing it, I feel it's coming much more natural and much more comfortable to me sitting down and doing it a week. It no longer feels like a labor at all. I, and I thoroughly enjoy it. It's one of the, my, my things that I look forward to most in my week. So I'm so excited to hear what it is that you find new joy in creating and making it a bigger part of your life. Until we talk again, Message me on Facebook at Finding Self with Jake or on Instagram also at Finding Self with Jake. And I have a commitment to you. I've talked about it several times now, but I will make sure that the website is up and posted by the beginning of next month. We're working on it daily, baby. Let's go. All right. So that's all for today. Thanks again for listening. Catch you soon.